Hello, everyone. This is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to a very special edition of This Week in Bitcoin. Some would even say it's a South American edition because we got that South American flavor coming to you today. One Bitcoin equals one Bitcoin. Value your wealth in Bitcoin. Strong hand. Offended by selling. Be a unique beast. Unconfiscatable. And that is very important to remember uh, that term. Uh, unconfiscatable for what we will be talking about today. Okay, so let me introduce the guest in the best way that I can. George Dottley, uh, he's he's in Colombia. He is the Dash dude. You guys know him. He'll be talking about what's going on in Colombia, Dash, South America, et cetera, et cetera. Our two other guests are in Venezuela, and you probably know their names. I'm not going to say their names. It doesn't matter what their names are at this point because there's a lot of things going on in Venezuela. We're not, you know. Name names. So George's info is linked to below. And um, yeah, well, Venezuelan guest uh, number one. <laughs> How you doing, man? I, you know, we were talking yesterday, and yeah, and we're gonna we're gonna you're gonna lay out for everyone the on the ground situation in Venezuela because we we've, we've yes. heard we've heard so much. Uh, the thing that stuck out in my mind when we talked yesterday is that. This situation is nowhere near close to being over, and the oh. government. And if you go to get gasoline, you can get gasoline for free. For so that free. is going to pacify a lot of people. And I think just just throwing that out there right now, um, a lot of Americans will immediately, or, or Westerners, whoever, in their minds will be like, "Wait a second, it, free gas? That definitely can pacify a, re a so-called revolution." So, Gabriel, what what is going on? I mean, yes. yeah. Whatever First of all, be. thank you, thank you, my friend. I would like to share some some of the things I've been reading and looking at. Okay, if you don't mind. Sure. Uh, I I would like to start with this image. Are you seeing this? Uh, this is this is very epic, a very epic picture. It came out two days ago. I was very shocked when I saw it, because this guy on the right side with glasses, he was in jail, right? And allegedly, he, he was pulled out. So this is one of opposition's leaders that, that was involved with a random guy, uh, Juan Guaido. He um, helped free him, right? This guy on the left is allegedly the president, according to him. And this guy on the right is uh, the, the, the head of the opposition leadership. So uh, two, two days ago, we everyone woke up very, some people very happy, some people very confused about what was going on. There was a call about a coup d'etat. They were saying on social media, like, this is the day, this is the last day of the, of the regime. Everything is over. Now we're going to be free and all that. And of course, this was shocking news for everyone here in Venezuela. We were all like, oh, is this for real this time? Are you really serious about it? So as I went out to the streets and I saw people protesting, like it was not a protest. It was more like uh, they were kind of happy. Most of the people that I saw was uh, women and uh, ladies and some guys uh, all over my town, uh, in many, many parts of the town, just, you know, chatting with flags, like uh, very happy about, about things. But the thing is that as the day unfolded and the hours passed, 
and there was some sort of media blackout, you couldn't log into Twitter or Facebook or YouTube to get your news. Uh, you had to use a VPN or some other sort of thing so that you could, uh, you know, try to know what was going on. So uh, by the end of the day, it was known that this coup d'etat was not successful. Uh, it was then reported that many, many people uh, did not go to support these two guys that I showed the picture. They were, they were on the highway with some 30 to 50 military and some machine guns and a big bag of bananas. I don't know if you saw the picture. It was really, really, really funny to me because, you know, these guys, I think they don't think ahead before they do things. I believe they keep making mistake after mistake after mistake. And this is only making uh, the international politics make even more relevant because if you know and you know that this random guy, Juan Guaido, is fully backed by United States and he's been failing since day one when he self-proclaimed him president, he's been failing all once again, once again. Every time he tries to take on power, he fails. I think this means the uh, United States has lost its ability to dominate the region like it used to. And these opposition people had not read their history books when uh, you take and you see that Hitler and Germany and uh, France, when they went against Russia, they got screwed over. So I think this is a proxy war being played in Venezuela, and this is the United States versus Russia being played on our faces on a daily basis. And in this episode, United States lost and Russia won. Now, I got, I got a couple questions here uh, before Max, because Maximo's got some things to say, I know. Uh, you, you mentioned that the social media magically shut down. So basically, your government shut down the social media. Of course, of course, basically, so, because so all, they were, all internet is, is, is run, run by the government, of course. Yeah, they, were, they were concerned. They were definitely concerned they were going to lose course. power. Of so we, we, were, we heard it was the, the Chinese uh, helped the Venezuelan government uh, shut down the internet. They, they probably 99% probably accurate. All right. Now, um, were you? I think you mentioned to me. Were there riots in the streets? Also, have there has there been rioting lately or anything like that? Well, in Valencia there was no riots. I I had some reports that in Caracas there were some you know throwing rocks and stones and you know some uh, gas you know that gas tear gas and some of that was there. Not very not very bad, but there was some small riots in Caracas as I know. All right. So Venezuelan guest number two, uh, what's your take on uh, what's going on here? Uh, well, Fred, thank you for having me. Uh, okay. Well, uh, actually, I disagree kind of a, a bit with uh, Gabriel. Uh, I think uh, what Guaido and the United States governments are trying to do that uh, they're taking this state step by step. Okay, you're talking about a guys who are criminals and that have control, control of, uh, full control of the army 
and and paramilitary forces in here. So it's it's not not going to be easy to to make these guys live. Okay, uh, they, they accordingly to to uh, the news, the U.S. government was negotiating with the leader of of the military forces in Venezuela, the the head of like of the Sedin, which is like I, I kind of say like the Secret Service or something like that in the in the U.S. Uh, and the guy who is in charge of of the uh, uh, I don't can translate like of the parliament, you know. They were negotiating the, the exit of Maduro, the Maduro surrendering and and the free, and making free elections for for a new government. That's why uh, the like the, the rebellion happened on Sunday. Uh, it didn't work, so there are I, I don't know. They're making new plans. We we really don't know what's happening right now, you know. Uh, but yeah, it's. it's it's not going to be easy, man. It's not going to be easy. And there, there were riots in here, but we have been protesting for the last 12 years and it's always the same, okay? It's thousands, if not millions of people on the street without guns, without any protection, throwing rocks against, I don't know, hundreds of guys who, who have the ability to shot you in the head, literally. Uh, the, the past weekend, they killed four people and they hurt like a, a hundred. Uh, in the riots, uh, I, I don't think that's the way out. We have been protesting for the last 12 years and nothing has changed. Actually, we have been getting worse. And uh, I don't know, man, really. I, things are, are getting pretty difficult. Uh, I don't see us going out of this. I, I don't see the government leaving without um, international help. I don't see uh, the Venezuelan people having the ability to 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 free themselves because, like I told you, man, it's it's guns without uh, against people without guns. So, do you do you think a part of the military could could go on the side of Guaido and that other guy? Mm, no, no, no. Look, uh, so, something that the government did and really well. They bought all the military forces. Okay, all the military forces uh, are with them because they pay them. Okay, the high-ranked militaries uh, are the most rich guys in this country, and they handle everything. They handle oil. They handle gold. They handle food. They they, they control the, the the freaking country, man. So why would they change sides? You know, and they have the support of China. Cuba and Russia. Ha have you seen Cubans there? Uh, well, not myself. Well, yeah, people in, in the street, but, but not not like mili Cuban military, you know? No, but, no, because that was the rumor that there was Cuban military helping out. Yeah, they, they, yeah uh, that's not a rumor. I think that I think it's a reality. Actually, if you, uh, I'm going to send you a link uh, because the the guy who who is uh, in charge of, of all military forces in Venezuela, put a tweet that is the exact copy of a tweet that the president of Cuba 
put the same day and they are uh, they they posted the same tweet so it's like the same guy who managed the twitter account of the president of cuba is managing the twitter account of the guy who is in charge of all military forces in here <laughs> and that's more than a coincidence. Well, yeah. all right. Here, no, here's the, the, the first, yeah, it's no, it's not close. So C Colonel Swan Jr. in the chat just sent 20 bucks and thank you very much. And he says to help people in Venezuela, I have donated Bitcoin to give crypto, which is run by Coinbase. Have the guests from Venezuela heard of give crypto? If you, if you want to help people of Venezuela and you want to donate Bitcoin, go to uh, BTC Ven, which is a foundation who give food and help people in the streets. BTC. That's the only foundation that with Bitcoin that I, I that I currently trust. I don't know if Gabriel knows about other one, uh, but I have uh, following them for a very, very long time. And the, uh, the guy who, who runs the, the foundation is a really smart guy. And, and he's truly helping the people of Venezuela. It's B so, BTC Ven, BTC Ven. It is? Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. And, and Gabriel had BTC Ven in Twitter. Uh, all right. And, and Gabriel, have you heard of Give Crypto? This Give Crypto. No, I haven't. Okay. All right. Now, so we're gonna move on to George. George, you've been paying close attention. Do you have any <laughs> questions for the Venezuelan guest? Uh, good morning. Yeah. So, um, well, I think if we want to talk about politics, um, the Venezuelans are finding their their courage after a couple generations of socialism. And if I, I don't think it's a wise idea at all to invite a U.S. invasion. I mean, it's the, the country is in a terrible state already. Uh, for my uh, Dash Latam organization, we have a team of six people in Venezuela. Uh, many of my the people uh, on the team uh, here in Colombia are Venezuelan migrants, people who have suffered under the regime. And if you, uh, the situation, you know, economically, the situation is all about electricity. And that's not going to uh, start improving until Maduro is out. Um, and it's really, uh, you know, you have people drinking water from streams and sewage and whatnot. Um, I think the Venezuelans are going to find their courage, and I think that um, they need to, because the, if the U.S. goes in there, it's just going to set them back another decade. Uh, you know, it's as the U.S. may be well intentioned, but at the end of the day, it's just a big stick, and they're going to make a bigger mess out of it. And All also right. on the economic front, a big challenge is just getting things into the country and knowing how much they're going to cost. Uh, you know, because prices can change, delivery rates can change. One interesting thing we're doing here at Dash Latam is we're enabling the uh, more millions of Venezuelan migrants outside of Venezuela to buy food with Dash and have it delivered to their loved ones. Because even when they send uh, fiat money home, people can't always find the products that they need to survive, the food, the, the, the medicine and whatnot. And so that, that's an interesting thing we're doing here at Dash. Uh, we call it combo remittances. Yeah, now we're uh, in, in Colombia. Have you noticed uh, more Venezuelans around lately? Oh, absolutely. We have um, a two-man team in Cucuta, which is right on the border, and people are pouring across the border, carrying uh, everything they can. I mean, they've been doing that for, for years now. 
but the, the after the humanitarian aid disaster, the flow slowed because they officially closed the border, even though people could still uh, cross via what they call the troches, which is, you know, not an official uh, border crossing point. But yeah, absolutely. My, my team reported in this morning, a lot of people coming across with whatever they can bring with them. Just desperate to get out, get out of there. All right, everybody, if you're liking this special Venezuelan South American edition, pound that like button. Um, George, the, the, obviously, uh, American intervention would be messy, to, to say the least. But And this is for all the guests. How do the Venezuelans fight back without guns? I mean, what? If, if I may say some things, my yeah. friend. Yeah, sure. Uh, about what um, Jorge just said, I agree with him on some things, but not in others. <clears throat> when you see, when you say that Venezuelans are pouring into Colombia's border, that's a halfway through because they go and they come back every day. Number one, when they, when you say I they're do, taking sure. things, when they, you say they're taking things with them, is because they buy things here in Venezuela for cheap anything and they go and sell it over in Colombia all right that's that's one thing you have to say secondly uh, when when Maximo was talking about the news I have to call on people's serious mind here would you really seriously think what Pompeo and Elliot Abrams is saying about that yeah Maduro was hoping on the plane he was ready he he already left but then Diosdado uh, Cabello came and he said no, and they hung up on our phone and they screwed up our plan. Are you really going to believe this, man? Come on. Who's going to believe this? This is nothing but lies. These guys are never, ever going to leave the power with the way they're doing things right now. They will always stay because they, they said it to television many, many times. They're there for the revolution and they will never give up. They have something that other peoples don't have that you have to admire. They are very resilient and very persistent. This feature is one of the things that have made them stay in power. Furthermore, I would like to add and show you some things that you will never, ever, ever see on the official website of uh, news everywhere, okay? This is a painful truth I will show you, okay? This is why the government is still in power. Can you see this picture? Can you see this? This is from yesterday, okay? A day ago. No, this no, is I, freaking, these are freaking Chavistas. Well, I can't okay? see it. Wait, can, can you guys see it? I can't see it. No, no. I, I can't. Can yeah. Oh, wait, there we go. There's something. There's something. There's something? Okay. There. Yes, I see it. I saw that, yeah. Can, can you see this? Can you see this? Yeah, I could. The, 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 I saw the Chavistas. I saw the people there. This, yeah. this is what they don't show you on international media. This is what they don't show you. Even though this is a very bad government, I will agree. Okay. Even though there's millions of people who don't agree with the government, there is also millions of people that do follow the government. Now you have to wonder why. Okay. Well, they're get, they're getting why free. would that be? They're getting free oil and electricity. Oh, yeah. Let's go and try to, to elaborate on that. It's not only the Chavistas that have been, been doing this. This has been going on in Venezuela for the last 50 years, okay? This is not new, the socialist government in Venezuela, because the governments that were before Chavez, they were socialists, okay? They also gave fucking free, sorry, free electricity 
They gave free telephone lines. They gave free gasoline and free whatnot. And you you have to remember, nowadays, they complain about the, oh, Venezuelans are fleeing to Colombia, are going to Peru, or they're going to Ecuador. Oh, we have too many Venezuelans. But you don't remember five to six years ago when Venezuela was rich and Chavez was still in power and Chavez was giving away $5,000 every, every year to any Venezuelan who wanted to travel. And what did the Venezuelans do? They took it and they went to Miami and spent their money. They went to Panama, they went to Mexico, they went to Colombia, Ecuador, and everywhere for years. And they, they went there to scrap their cards and take the $5,000 and spend some of it in both countries. Now you don't remember that, but you we have to remember how the history has been going on. I will elaborate furthermore if you allow me. I will. Well, wait. Share let's let's talk about let's talk about crypto and economics because I mean we everybody yes, talks about politics all day long, but Adam is crypto and you know that's economics. So well, I, I how I want to talk about how he's going to bring up an economic point. Let him bring up an economic. Point. Go, how are we going to get crypto into Venezuela? Well, the Gabriel says that okay. they're buying they're buying up on on local bitcoins they're, they're buying yeah. up like crazy. Well, I I like to take on that one. Yeah, yes, yes, Maximo. But yes, second guess. Yeah. yeah. Actually, crypto is already here, man, okay? Uh, we are I I believe that the second one, third country who have more volume in local bitcoins in the world. Uh, look, Venezuela is not going to be a country where you will uh, well, that, that's what I believe. Okay, we can have different opinions. Uh, I, I don't know. The history will prove one of us wrong or right. Okay, in the future, uh, I do believe Venezuela is not going to be a country where you will have thousands and hundreds of millions of merchants accepting uh, crypto because uh, because of Russian law. Okay, you have good money and bad money. People like to spend bad money. There is uh, people like to spend their bolivars and take what is left of those volumes and buy in hard currency. Let's call it dollars, let's call it euros, or let's call it Bitcoin, okay? Uh, a lot of companies uh, are using local Bitcoins and the Bitcoin blockchain to avoid hyperinflation. Most of them use Bitcoin as, like, as a channel to acquire US dollars. Uh, and they're not holding the Bitcoin, but the, the numbers of companies that are holding the Bitcoin is increasing every time. Look, at that that's actually one of my businesses, okay? I help, uh, I provide a service to company that they give us the Bolivars, and we use those Bolivars to buy Bitcoins on local Bitcoins, okay? And the numbers of clients have been increasing for the last two years. Uh, the number of people using Bitcoin to send remittances to their families in Venezuela is increasing every day because it's, it's the easiest way to do it, you know? Bitcoin is the most liquidity asset, a crypto asset here in Venezuela, okay? You can buy it and sell it easily on local Bitcoins and and, and people are using it. Yeah, I, like I have discussed that Bitcoin is not going to save Venezuela, the country, because uh, Bitcoin cannot shut militars, you know? But Bitcoin is helping Venezuelan citizens to survive in this economic situation and this political situation. So 
So we already have not just Bitcoin. Bitcoin. Huh? Not just Bitcoin. Dash is in there too. We have hundreds of merchants. Your characterization of Gresham's law is a bit of an oversimplification. We have actively hundreds of merchants in uh, Venezuela who accept Dash. We're happy to do it. We're doing it on a daily basis. For example, Tracky. Tracky accepts Dash. Uh, Trey oh, yeah, Trey Bitcoin too. Subway, Papa John's. Uh, sure, sure, nobody's talking down Bitcoin. I'm just saying, hey, don't forget about Dash. We're in there too. And uh, <laughs> here's the thing. Of course, crypto is in Venezuela. The question is, once the regime changes, which is, I think, closer than, uh, than, than you guys maybe think, is... How do we get crypto in there bigger? Venezuela used to be one of the richest countries in yeah. the world. One of the most free countries in the world. Once Guaido and, and, and Leopoldo Lopez get in there, we are going to have an open field. So how are okay, we going to make it happen? Can I, can I intervene now? Let me allow right How are we going to do it? Say. All right. This is what I want to say to get across. I'll be devil's advocate, okay? Allow me to be devil's advocate, okay? I'm anarchist, okay? I'm not socialist, I'm not capitalist, I'm anarchist, okay? But I'll be devil's advocate, okay? Let me elaborate. In this year, okay, when you see here, 2014 dollar oil was a little above $100, right? We all agree on that. This is a fact, okay? What happened this year? This year collapsed the oil prices because Saudi Arabia with United States, United States pumped a lot of oil through fracking and lifted off a ban that United States had to export oil, okay? So what this means is that the United States along with Saudi Arabia floated the market to have an outcome that they knew will happen, which is that the oil price will dump, okay? Thus affecting their most vicious enemies, which are Russia, Iran, and Venezuela, okay? So since 2014, along with the drop in oil prices, this, can you, can you guys see my screen? Mm, this yeah. is what happened. Can you guys see my screen now? Can uh, you see it? Uh-uh, just your face. Oh, crap. Let me By the way, Audi, Audi in the chat. Thank you here. for $2, dude. Thank you, Audi C. Can you, can you see a screen share? Yes. Okay. Yes. Here's the graphic for the oil price for the last 10 years, okay? When you see it pumping, it was Chavez still in power. Then he died in 2012. Then in 2014, the oil prices dropped, right? So did you guys know that Venezuela 100% depends on oil exports? You knew that, right? So the Swedish government was doing okay, not super fine, we was doing okay until 2013. On 2014, things started getting ugly because the flow of the money practically Dude, no, went no. To almost to half, okay? What happened next? This is a nice picture. I love this picture. What happened next? This happened next. Why do they depend okay. on oil? They shouldn't depend on oil okay. for 100% of their yeah, revenue. Yeah, that's that's what is going on. That's exactly. No, no, no. Well, that's a Gates. fact. That, I'm not discussing that. This is. But that's fact, important. Okay? Yeah, it's but a fact. 
They depend on oil. It's a fact. We're not discussing why. We're just saying what it is, okay? And this is not, I'm not asking why, but I'm just saying what's going on. Since 2014, the United States government had uh, put on sanctions on Venezuela every, every year has been increasing, okay? This is not, I'm not lying to you. These are facts. No, but okay, okay I would like to talk about facts because there is a lot of misleading there, okay? No, 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 no. You have to, you have to wait, uh, Maximo, your turn, okay? It's my turn. Yeah, he let I'm him, yeah. I'll be devil's advocate. I'm being yeah, 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 devil's no, 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 advocate let, let Gabriel, right now. Let Gabriel finish okay. and then, then guest number okay. two will, will have his say. Yeah. You, you have to respond. Don't worry. Keep going, keep going. What, what is going on is that the United States government is doing everything they can in their power, including screwing up with the Venezuelan economy. You think it's fake that the, that the Venezuelan government is pretty much unable to do their financing to buy more stuff, to produce more oil? It's yeah. real, man. United States have been choking. It's on the New York Post, if you want to say, in the yeah. New York Times, in Reuters. Oh, yeah. You know, United States has a policy of cutting off the supply of money for the Venezuelan government. Okay. Okay. Oh. This has this has a repercussion, which is, of course, they will uh, put the power of of the government diminish it, but will also impose the whole people it doesn't matter if you're chavista or your opposition you will still suffer of what's going on with the united states being a bully against venezuela just because they want okay just because there's a different government okay now a question and i will go to let you speak okay okay, okay. number why yeah do they, why united states doesn't go and throw the dictatorships in in central africa Okay. Why? Venice, okay, Venezuela number two. You want to say something? Okay. First, the sanctions, uh, like they have been putting sanctions mostly since 2014 on Venezuelan government uh, uh, persons. You know, persons who works in the Venezuelan government. Actually, the first sanction that the United States put on Venezuela, the country. Uh, was on 2017, and they uh, they pro uh, and the, the sanction was they did they 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 didn't allow Venezuela to issue new debt, so they cannot finance themselves. Actually, yeah, and this year, early this year, they put another sanction that they didn't allow the uh, they, they took control out of Citgo, which is a, a company that the Venezuelan government was running. And they give it to the president, to the legit president of Venezuela, who is Juan Guaido. Okay, look, uh, like you are saying, like the 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 United States government is just screwing up our country because they want to. No, Gabriel, you have a guys who are drug dealers, who are murderers, who are criminals in charge of our government, and everybody knows that. Okay, and yeah, I'd rather have them sanctioned. I know it's going to to affect our economy, but it's better I'd rather, than dropping bombs. I'd rather then do something than than do nothing. And, and, and you're and saying all. like like the the, the 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 United States government wants our oil. <laughs> what do you think the Russians, the Cuban, and the Chinese want? Everyone wants our oil, okay? Everyone wants something. That's 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 not a secret. But <laughs> like blaming 
all, all the, the, the economic problems of Venezuela to the drop of the oil prices. And the U.S. sanction is a lie, man. It's a lie. It's like saying, like, uh, you know, I was rich in 2017 because Bitcoin went up to $20,000, and now I'm broke because Bitcoin went down. It's not my fault. It's Bitcoin's fault, and it's the market maker's fault. It, that, that, that's not how economy works. That's, that's not how, how, how real countries are managed, okay? The, the reason why Venezuela is in this situation is because these guys stole the money from the country to their pockets. And because they are fucking communists and socialists who want to stay in power like Fidel Castro uh, did in Cuba, okay? That's the real reason. You cannot blame it on the U.S. government. You cannot yeah, it's, blame it's it. A, on... It's not the United States government's fault that Venezuela no, is a one-trick one pony. It's a one-trick pony. Venezuela you, was selling 49.5% of the of the crude of the of the crude oil production to the to the United States until November of last year. So how can you tell me that the United States? It's but, 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 our economy when they were selling half of their production to their country just I, because the price of the oil drops come on and no, i no. can't i can't stress enough they they shouldn't if you're going to run an economy you shouldn't it, you shouldn't just have one product oil it, it, that that's ludicrous you I mean, actually that, that, that's a gamble i mean it's Adam, a, yeah. the Venezuela government is, pro, is the, the production of oil now it's like at uh, one one million barrels per day. That's the same number of barrels we were producing in 1962. 1962. That's not U.S. government's uh, fault. Okay, that's corruption. That's stealing. And the only one who should take uh, who should be blamed for that is the Venezuelan government. Chavez, Maduro, and all of those guys. Okay. Right, George. You had some things to say. I just think talking about the past is a waste of time. Let's talk about the future. Let's talk about what we're going to build with crypto in Venezuela once the Guaido regime is out. But it's just, sorry, there is once that... the Maduro regime is out <laughs> and Guaido is it's, it's just, it's just so... Because it's going to happen. Okay, it's going to happen. We know it's... The past I, I, is, is only prologue. It, hopefully it is going to happen. But there's this issue. There's, there's, how's it going to happen? Are the sanctions going to continue or are the bombs going to drop? And I think the sanctions continue... The reason behind the sanctions is to so the people do get uncomfortable enough that they will rise up and they themselves will take down the government. Instead you of said it. You said it, dude. You said it. No, yes. no. You said the, it. the people are yeah. uncomfortable because of the huge amount of corruption at the in the Maduro regime. Decades diverting funds away from uh, the, fulfilling their promises, you know, to put a chicken in every pot into the pockets of generals and their families in Madrid and Miami and whatnot. I agree with um, that. I agree. But yeah. I mean, but in terms of the United the States role. have nothing to do with it. And anyway, who cares? Who cares? Let's talk about the future. That's more interesting. We, we care, dude. We who care, here is going to build? Who on this call is interested in building a better Venezuela in the future? No, they who? are. They definitely are. Let's but talk about that. It's just in it's in their face right now, man. It's it, it's it, it's it's in all of our faces right now. This this big this big issue of I mean because I mean I again I think and and you know Gabriel you did ask a question. Does the United States sanction governments in Central Africa? It did it did sanction the uh, regime in Zimbabwe, which has produces nothing at all. 
it sanctioned the Mugabe regime as it sanctions the the communist regime in uh, in Venezuela. So I mean, it does it, it it does sanction regimes that it does not that, that don't follow the capitalist model. I, I think they they are. Uh, there you go. Yeah, there you go. Well, I mean, that's. Hey, but if you didn't, if you yeah. run a, if you run a, a decent country where you don't, <laughs> you could get around sanctions. You can get okay, around sanctions. If, if, if we want, if we want to discuss further, because this this thing about Venezuela, it has many many sides. You know, many types of view. Now, if we take it, let's take it to the electrical problems. Okay. Yeah, let's. let's talk, I want to talk about, talk about the, the electricity okay. because the mining, the electricity is. This is free. important. This is very important. Okay. So the electricity me, is free. Let me be very quick. Let me be very yeah, quick. Okay. the most quick that, that I can. Okay. Along with misbehaving and mismanaging the electrical company. Okay, that's that's the first thing I want to say. Okay, I do believe there has been mismanagement. Okay, very bad mismanagement. Along with that, and corruption, along with that, on March, we suffered what some people call an attack, and some people call a self-attack, and some people call simply the happened because of bad maintenance. On March, we suffer a complete blackout that lasts for, for many days, okay? After the things uh, started coming back, the electricity and all that, we started seeing the news, all sort of things came uh, at the end, the people that believe everything that the news and the opposition leaders say, they will tell you that it was 100% for sure a mismanagement, okay? And then on the other side, the people that completely fully backs uh, the government or believe still in the government will say uh, it was an attack from the United States, okay? I want to point out that we did have a very big blackout, like never before. Which continually uh, interrupted and has been interrupted during many, many times since March. Okay, now for the people that don't believe in nothing, they you have to do your own research. Well, I will give you only this little thing here. Okay, which is that the Venezuelan government claimed that there was an attack in a three-way. Okay, cyber attack and then something called EMP and or electromagnetic pulse, okay? Opposition people will laugh at your face if you say that. But then, again, you see Trump, I'm trying to look for, for, this, for this article that I have here. EMP. Mr. Trump signed a an, an deal, a law, United States, it, trying to secure and to protect the electrical power of the United States against EMP attacks, which that itself will tell you this is a, something that could happen, okay? This is something that terrorists might use. And if you try, try to be yourself, I'm, I'm going to try to be United States now, okay? If I am United States and I really need to take this government out, what better type of attack than an electric attack, a power attack? Okay, let's screw their electricity. Let's make their communications difficult. And now, then, really, we're going to throw them out. You know? 
That's what's going on, dude. Okay, we're definitely getting off topic with the EMP thing. I think uh, yeah. I think I think George could explain why it's not an EMP. An EMP and would then, be devastating. Maybe it was the yeah, UFO. Mining, Is that mining, one of my official explanations? Okay, wait. Let's get to mining Bitcoin. Mining Bitcoin. The Bitcoin mining in Venezuela was so hot. Everybody was Let's mining. Talk about how we're feeding people in, in Venezuela. On top of the problems of the electricity in Venezuela, there was this a lot of people mining. Okay, this bunch of people mining going crazy about bitcoins to try to survive with your ant miners, put more stress over the electrical power, conducting those to a bigger failure. So Bitcoin right. money is, is very big in Venezuela. Until that's, a, that's a more plausible explanation. I mean, the, the government there, I, I wouldn't trust them to run a very efficient electrical uh, organization. No. I mean, the, you, you have blackouts all the time, Gabriel. That's why we're having this show at 10 a.m. Yeah. So you, we avoid the blackouts. Every day, we, every day we get cut off the electricity, yeah. dude. Right. Every right. day. But it was not like that after before March. We had problems last year, but the beginning of the year, electricity was good, was okay. It was not going away. But after March, when we had these problems, a big, big blackout that lasted for days, after that, it's been on a daily basis. We lose electricity on a daily basis. So can you imagine how hard it is to work and to produce when every day your electricity goes off? It's, it's horrible. very hard. That's horrible. Oh, wait, number, Venezuela number two. Venezuela number two. You're about to say something about the uh, electricity. Yeah. Well, I disagree with Gabriel on that one. Uh, look, uh, I have a, a lot of knowledge on, on the electrical system that Venezuela runs, you know? Uh, that comes from, from mining and from other part of my work. And... It was not an ENT, it was not, it was not an attack from the U.S. government. They haven't, uh, they, they haven't innovated. The, they said all the, options are on the table, man. All options well, means all Gabriel, options. Gabriel, they, they haven't innovated the electrical system. I agree last, with that. I agree with that. Yeah, yeah, for the last 25 years. I agree look, with that. We we have more people living in Venezuela. We have more uh, uh, the people consume so more electricity now than twenty five years ago. You know, of course. Yeah, and yeah, Bitcoin mining has to do with that. But we we cannot blame like the, the blackout on Bitcoin miners or people not turning or people not turning the light. Uh, it, it, it was like you said. I, I think it was mismanagement. It was mismanagement, and we had a blackout. Like I don't know, I don't remember. Like five, uh, seven years ago, and they blame it on a snake. They blame it. They blame it on a snake. So they're going to come up with. I, I will agree with you. I will agree with you on mismanagement, one hundred percent maximum. But I will not discard the possibility of an attack from the inside, from people paid by the U.S. and for the U.S. to disrupt the electricity. You know, there were more than 100 fires, wildfires, just under the towers of electricity 
in Caracas, there was a very big explosion on a substation. You know that yeah. happened. I, I, it does I, not happen by itself, dude. That does rebel, not happen by itself. Let, let me tell you something. I, I, like that. I, I, I it, live was, near, it was arson. Dude, it was arson. Gabriel, dude. I live next to that substation, okay? I well, live next to that substation. The it doesn't with, take fire by itself, man. It doesn't burn by dude, itself. Listen to me. Listen to me. The problem was, okay, that substation. Okay, was uh, they didn't they they didn't uh, uh, do what they had to do to make it run like it should, and they had a, a leak of gas near that some station in a house. Okay, near the house and the leak. Of, yeah, yeah, dude, I live next to the to the thing. <laughs> Nobody told me I saw it. Okay, I saw it. No, but so, I, I didn't read it on the, on the newspaper. I saw it and the things flowed. But look, we're not here to talk about that, okay? Things are, a me with... things are clearly a mess there. It yeah, cle yeah, clearly yeah, yeah. things are a mess. We don't need to... Uh, all right, so let, let's... And Dash is on the ball. Dash is doing things no other crypto project is... is okay, let's talk about that. About. Let's, I want to talk about Dash because and you guys are going to have things to say about that. When he promotes I, Dash, you guys are going to say... He's going to say XYZ is going on in the ground with Dash. And you guys are going to say, well, is it? Or Okay, so George, take it away with your Dash helping Venezuela. So indeed, I mean, the electricity is already go is always going out. So really, how do you make crypto payments when there's no electricity? Also, a lot, uh, a lot of the people who are left in Venezuela are fairly old or fairly young. They're not always in the best shape to understand crypto. So how, how is Dash solving this problem? I don't agree with we that. We came up, you'll, you'll allow me to speak, please. Thank you. <laughs> so we came up with combo remittances. We partner with dozens of merchants across Venezuela who have access to food and medicine. They prepare their combos, which every Venezuelan knows about. They, it's not a, it's that the combos themselves are not a new thing, but these merchants accept Dash they sell it to migrants in, to, who are in uh, where we have teams currently, which is uh, uh, Madrid, Spain, uh, Medellin, Colombia, Cucuta, Colombia. People buy them. The migrants over here buy them. They buy Dash, and then they buy the combo, and then the combo is delivered to their family in Venezuela, saving lives, no matter if the electricity is down or out or whether they don't understand Dash or what. Nobody else has this kind of supply chain going on. Can you imagine? I mean, this is a country in crisis, hyperinflation, and Dash is saving lives. Guys, your okay. your Dash is saving lives. Yeah. Have you seen Dash there? Uh, let me let me let me take on that one. Yeah. Uh, first, uh, like uh, I, I Jorge, uh, actually, I appreciate the uh, the work that you do and try to help Venezuela. I really do. Okay. Because uh, every people that do something good and helps a family is welcome in here because we are going to really talk time. Uh, I want to start with that. Okay, my, my problem with Dash uh, promoters here and around the world is that they sell you the idea, okay, that uh, at least here, I, I haven't heard you saying that, okay, but at least in, here in Venezuela, I'm talking to the people I talk here in Venezuela, that Bitcoin is worthless, that Bitcoin is not doing anything, that any other cryptocurrency is garbage, 
and the only thing that works is Dash. The only thing that helps people is Dash. The only coin that the merchant accepts is Dash. And they always go to that. We have thousands uh, of merchants accepting Dash as a way of payment. And I always ask the same thing. Show me the transaction. Show me how many people are paying with Dash to buy food, uh, to buy goods and services, okay? Show me how many people are using Dash as remittances. So show me how many people are using Dash as a store of value and show me how many people are using Dash to avoid hyperinflation. Well, number one, uh, to answer your question. Let me, let me, let me. Uh, so let me answer your finish. question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Let, let me finish. Let me finish. Uh, look, we're here seeking the same goal, okay? We're all here trying to make the world better uh, through cryptocurrencies, okay? Uh, the, the thing is that, and I'm, the, number, the numbers prove that, is like, like the, the coin that is used to solve all those problems here in Venezuela is Bitcoin, okay? And no matter how much you, the, the Dash Venezuelan guys have spent money on promotion and all that kind of stuff, in, here in Venezuela, look, you can have thousands of millions of merchants accepting Dash, but dude, I live here and trust me, no one is, I'm not gonna say no one, but the amount of people paying and using Dash to buy goods and to solve their problem is, it's really a small amount of people, a really small amount of people. So I, I'm not saying that you should stop doing what you're doing because if you're helping people, good, okay? But as, uh, I would like to, to encourage your, your uh, I'm not like to encourage your partner or something because probably you are not, but the, the guys who promote Dash here in Venezuela to stop promoting it like it's better than Bitcoin and like Bitcoin is not doing anything because the coin that is really helping people in this country is Bitcoin. Well, uh, so you, you would like transaction data on people in Venezuela. Well, I'll tell you first off, uh, I don't collect that information, and if I had it, I wouldn't share it. I'm not going to violate the privacy uh, of our, our merchants and our consumers in Venezuela, especially when we have a vindictive regime like Maduro's. Second, uh, I, don't, I, I don't think I've said anything against Bitcoin here. Uh, from no, 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 yeah, I, 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 I didn't say it. I didn't think Let me finish, please. Thank you. Yeah. From about 2011 to 2014. I was Mr. Bitcoin. Are you kidding? I was walking around. I was spending it everywhere I could until all this small block nonsense came in. Now, do we want to talk? Do we want to compare the two coins? All right, let's do it in a friendly manner. What does Dash have that, that Bitcoin doesn't? First of all, we, our transactions confirm in, in cases where it's uh, four inputs or less instantly. They confirm instantly with uh, a confirmation scheme that is considerably stronger than even six confirmations in Bitcoin. Second of all, we now, with chain locks, uh, which are coming online very shortly, are going to be 51% attack proof. Uh, third, we have a treasury. We are self-funding. Bitcoin is not self-funding. That's why it was captured by Blockstream. That's why Bitcoin slowed on, down. Man. That's why all these altcoins exist. That, that's, that's, that's the, the original sin. 
of, uh, of the cryptocurrency ecosystem. So mm -hmm. we can do things like these innovative combo remittances. Now, if people, if somebody wants to go out and start uh, combo remittances for Bitcoin, I say more power to you, go for it, go for it, do it. But meanwhile, it's Dash taking the initiative. If I say Dash is doing X or Y or Z very well, if I play up Dash, because I believe in Dash, it's not because I'm trying to tear anybody down. Uh, is, is the use small? Maybe among people you know, among people I know, Bitcoin use is quite small. So, hey, let's all keep growing this thing. Let's talk about how to grow it together, right? All right. G, 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 you're up, G. You've got yeah. like a... All right. I share, I share some of uh, Jorge's views. I agree with him in some things. But I, I, I must agree with Maximo also, okay? I want to say this only. This is the biggest market in the world, okay? Yeah. This is. Can you see my? Can you see my screen share? Yeah, it was. It was local bitcoins. Yeah. Okay. This is the real deal, dude. There's no dash, dash local dash. There's nobody sending dash for remittances, man. Let, let me get oh, this straight. Me, it's only it's all about bitcoin. Dude. This is millions of people. Millions of people do use local bitcoins. Do use bitcoin to send money from Miami to Panama, to Panama, Venezuela, and Colombia, and Peru, and Chile, and whatnot. Did you know that the Venezuelans dominate the Bitcoin market in Latin America? Did you know that? Did you know the that the, the trade volume dropped all the way down on the days that Venezuela was on blackout? Okay, so I do agree with Jorge on helping things, on helping people. I do agree with him on let's build things together. But I do agree with Maximo saying that Dash just talks a lot and they do a lot of advertising, okay? And they try to help, but they're trying to make look themselves bigger and better than what they really are. That's at least here in Venezuela, okay? So when you say remittances, no, dude, remittances work through local bitcoins in Venezuela. We have the biggest volume in Latin America. We only have the second biggest volume in the world, okay? So what happens in Venezuela, the politics that happen in Venezuela, the turmoil that happened in Venezuela, can you see this? This is the dollar against the Bolivar devaluating, okay? We were at 3,000 just three weeks ago, but now we are at 6,000 Bolivars per dollar, okay? So it's 100% in three weeks, which is a lot. This is what we're suffering, okay? This is why, because of bad governments and because of a superpower trying to defeat this government, which is not good, okay? I agree with you on that. But then we have this superpower messing with Venezuela, forbidding them to use their money with the gold retained in England, with the accounts of the billions and billions of dollars that belong to the Venezuelan people are being retained by the United States government, okay? And as for Colombia, do you know how many Colombians are in Venezuela, Jorge? Do you have any Do you know how many Colombians are in Venezuela? It's more Amigos, than 5 million. Amigos, yo tengo 20 años viviendo por estos lados. Claro, yo sé que hay muchos colombianos allá. They were talking English, dude. Don't mess there with the things. There are Italians there, too. You know how many you're, Colombians you're we have? You're very angry. You're, ve you're feeling very angry today. Yeah, right, I am so sorry. Sorry. 
Kyle, let, let Gabriel, you how many Colombians are there? Colombia, our sons and daughters of Colombian people that came to Venezuela 10 to 30 to 20 years ago. Venezuela has well over 5 million Colombians living here. Do you know why they don't go back to Colombia, man? Because in Colombia, they will kill you paying things. But here, it's free because it's so bad socialist that everything is free that all the Colombians come here. So isn't this an irony? No, it's just false. Yes, it's just it's false an irony, information. Yeah, I'm sorry that you're so angry about all this, but if, when you calm down, I would love to talk about how to build things together in the future. But they keep just staying here, man. Why do Colombians stay here? Why? Tell me. They don't. They do. There's more than five million, man. All right. Well, no, I think we're getting out of topic. Uh, yeah, yeah, we're yeah. Let's not. I, I don't. Uh, Colombia, Venezuela, interpolitics, and I don't. Yeah, think yeah. Are, are down well, I, I like to. I like to. Colombia. I, I need to sign off, guys. It's been a lot of fun. All right, anyway, George is out. George, thank, thank you so much. Thanks, George. All yeah, right, pleasure. Venezuela number two. Venezuela number two, take over. Okay. Well, he left. <laughs> uh, that's the thing that that uh, angers me, you know. You have these Dash guys uh, telling you that Dash is better than Bitcoin, that Dash is is the amazing thing, and they don't show you the numbers. And when you ask for them to show you the numbers, they're going. To, I'm not going to violate the merchant's privacy. Look, yeah, you are exactly. going to show the blockchain. Blockchain is public. Okay, you're not violating any anyone's privacy. Okay. Uh, yeah. The thing is, Adam, is like, yeah, they, they, they probably have people using that, but how how many people? 100, 100 people? 200 people? That, that's the thing. Uh, and, and they promoted, actually, uh, Dash, I, the, the, the Dash uh, Treasury is not sending more money to Venezuela because the Venezuela, the, the Dash Venezuela mismanaged the funds. Because those guys took the funds to their pocket and they spent a little in publicity and uh, in promotion of, of, of Dash. So that's, that's what happened. Right. That's, that's right, what man. happened when you give free money to the people. And they talk like, about the, like they're decentralized and 51% attack proof. And they're, ask the people in Venezuela if, if they care if their remittances, uh, uh, they have to wait 30 minutes or they have to wait five seconds when they're making an, a, a, an international payment. Dude, we're not here to beat Visa and MasterCard, okay? Bitcoin was not built to beat Visa and MasterCard. Bitcoin was built to beat the dollar and the central banks, okay? So fast payments is not a priority. Yes, I would love to have uh, one second confirmation on the payments. I would love to have that. Everyone does, okay? That will come further, okay? That will come with Lightning Networks. Because if you're talking about big blocks, tell me how many, how big has the has the block have to be in order to process 24,000 transactions per second like Visa and MasterCard does, okay? It's, it's just not viable. We have to look for other uh, solutions are uh, we're looking for it and is bitcoin is going to solve the problem not dash not like not monero yeah. uh, i would 
he mentioned the, the original sin of Bitcoin that it, it's it, it can't market itself and the dash can. And I mean, that's let the people decide if they want a coin that can market itself. I, I, I'll say this, but I did want to point out, Maxwell, you said you had a problem with the dash people saying that dash is the greatest thing. Dash is better than Bitcoin. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's what a marketer. I mean, that's what that's what Amanda yeah, Johnson that's, said. That's, I mean, that's what they're going to do. That's they're going to say that. I mean, that's just that's the way it works. I mean, if you have a centralized team that can market it, they're not going to say we're the second best. I mean, they're going to say they're they're going to say that they're the best. I mean, that's just that's just the way it is. So I mean, yeah, you got to. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they, they're not because you said, why don't you guys just stop? Then they're not going to stop. They're going to they're going to say they are the next Bitcoin. We know Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin now. Um, yeah, sorry to interrupt you there, Max. I didn't uh, if you were done. No, no, no. And, and to, to like, <laughs> I, I, I want to bring up I want to bring up something that I wanted to bring up with George. But um, here in North America, I want I want to get your guys take on this. One of the huge stories over the last two weeks was Tether. Do any yeah. of you guys care at all about the tether situation? I mean, because mm. I, I, I think first world problems. I say <laughs> tether. It's a bank, okay. Uh, Gemini dollar. It's a bank. Uh, Circle USD. It's a bank, okay. They are supposed to be backed one by one, like the dollar is supposed to be backed by gold, okay. After they grow, they're going to uh, to. Fractional reserve banking just at the just at the bank and just at the Federal Reserve. And I, I'm not surprised for that. Okay, I'm not actually. I think Tether surprised me by being back by 74 uh, percent. Actually, I thought it will be lower. Really, yeah. I thought it will be lower. But it, uh, it, it, these kind of trade. This is something that doesn't really. You don't really. It doesn't affect you guys in Venezuela at all. I mean, you got no, no, you, no, no, not at all, not at all. Yeah, no, no, no. you're on a different side. I mean, you guys are buying Bitcoin at any price to preserve your wealth. So whatever, I, I'm just pointing this out to everyone because if Tether failed, it would have no effect on these guys, on their lives, on them. Just you know, or on the on a country like Venezuela or a country like Zimbabwe, where where you, the way you use Bitcoin the right way is just to preserve your wealth. So who cares if some altcoin disappears? And rich guys in uh, North America can't trade anymore. I mean, what doesn't really look? I, I have used Tether in order to move funds from one exchange to another. Uh, that's that's what Tether is all about. You know, it's for convenience. But it's the dollar, man. If you're in Bitcoin, you, so why would you hold Tether? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Just hold the dollar, dude. Okay. Big Bitcoin is our stable coin. All right, Gabriel. Gabriel, you you got some thoughts here. We're we're getting towards. We're at the end of the show, basically. So you you've got some things to say, though. Let me just finish off. But I want to complain about Jorge because he just left because he had no argument. I was not against him. I was just giving an argument. Okay. I was saying a fact. Okay. I would like to live with that. With this. Okay. When can you see my screen share? Yeah. Okay, when you see the arrow, when it says 100 to 700,000, okay, see, um, hold on, yes. Well, this is the liquidity we have here, right? We have millions and millions of Bolivares right there just waiting for you, these people wanting to buy your Bitcoins, okay? This is the real deal, okay? This is what Jorge doesn't want people to know, maybe. This yeah. is, okay, can you see a key here, millions, can you see millions, well, for you, you to understand, for you to understand, 600 million will be $100,000, okay, okay, 
So here we have one that says 500, this is almost $100,000. Then we go again and so on and so forth. There's so much liquidity. There's literally millions of dollars worth of Bolivars just waiting there to buy your Bitcoin, okay? When you go to the other side, there's also millions of Bolivars, which is worth millions of dollars being sold, okay? being sold of bitcoins being sold for believers so on both sides there's a lot of liquidity and the people complain about uh about dash in venezuela don't complain we, we just okay let, let them do their thing but we get mad when they go and throw lies at us like if yeah. we're just just dumb people we are not dumb okay we're very clever all venezuelans are very clever we're very technologically edgy every venezuelan loves technology Every Venezuelan loves to be on top of things. So uh, every cryptocurrency should help without throwing dirt at the other. Okay, this, this is all I'm saying. And for the rest, I will leave you with this thought and this picture, which most people will never like to see. Okay, this is one of the reasons that the Venezuelan government still remains in power. And for the last thing that I will say, this... Uh, opposition there's a difference okay between the opposition people like the normal regular people and the opposition leadership okay i would like to point this out okay even though the opposition people okay they are good people they want a better country and they are fed up with this government i can agree with them no problem okay but the opposition leadership is our problem because They've been doing year after year, mistake after mistake. And one of their biggest mistakes was when they put themselves off of the elections. Many years ago, the first time they did it, in 2007, I think, or eight, when they went off eight, the, eight. the eight year, 2008, they, they didn't go to the National Assembly. This, this gave all the power to the, at the moment, the government of Chavez to do whatever they wanted. And they repeated this bad mistake. They repeated it last year when there was a national election being called for the presidency and their dumb and retard as the most retard people in the world. They went off the elections. They didn't attend to the elections claiming that they were gonna be tricked. But what a better opportunity to go to the elections try to win and if you don't win it's because of two reasons because you didn't really win or because the government made a, a trap for you okay with these two possibilities you could only win the government or make a really good case against the government and then you will have you know all the people supporting the opposition saying okay we were screwed up at the elections they robbed the elections and we're gonna fight for it but are we going to fight for a random guy named Juan, Juan Guaido who nobody voted for him, who went and took out this guy and tried to do a coup d'etat and fail it once again, and then the next time he fails again and fails again and fails again. He lost the faith. People lost the faith in this random guy named Juan. Okay, And the United States lost this battle. I know there's more battles to be fought. Russia won this battle. Russia and China won the battle. Russia and China are the ones in charge of Venezuela, not the United States. And of course, the United States is, is bleeding through this wound because they used to have all the power here 
and they don't have it right now. And they're going to fight to get it back. I know. And we all, the people in between, are the ones that are going to suffer for it. We are the ones that suffer the shortage of food, the shortage of medicines, and we are the ones that suffer the riots. We are the ones that suffer that you cannot go to work because there's protests or the bad things that are going on because of the politicians on both sides, especially the opposition leadership, especially the Venezuelan government, and especially, very special, Washington. Mr. Aarons and Mr. Uh, how was his name? Uh, Pompeo. Pompeo. He, these two guys are really evil. I think they do want to invade Venezuela, but luckily, luckily, I would say luckily, the Venezuelan government had 20 years to buy guns from Russia, enough guns to persuade the United States not to come and drop bombs on us. But they do want to, and we are well aware of it, and we are prepared. Everyone is prepared in Venezuela for the war. We do not want the war, but we do know that Venezuela is facing a proxy war against the United States and Russia. And we are very aware. And this is only going to make Bitcoin even more important in Venezuela and thus, therefore, in the world. All right. Num Venezuela, number two. You're th you're, you got the last word here. Uh, okay. Well, with Gabriel and I disagree on some points on politics, but at the end of the day, what, what do we know? What, what can we do, actually? Very little uh, when it comes to politics, you know? Uh, so let's let's see what the history has prepared for us. Uh, I, I hope everything goes well. I hope we, I wish we can get rid of these governments with with uh, in a peaceful way. Uh, I don't see that happening really. I don't see that happening. I hope hope and run. Uh, hope that doesn't happen the war. But like you said, if, if it happens, well, uh, we should be prepared for it. Uh, to I, I'd like the, to close the show, uh, I would like to, for example, make the, the example of Gabriel. I know Gabriel likes, likes Alcoin, okay? And like I said, I, I don't know if I'm right or wrong, or if he's right or wrong, but actually, uh, it has been proved, and Gabriel has experienced, that Bitcoin is the coin who works the most here in Venezuela. Uh, I, I don't. I'm not a fan of altcoins. I think there are extraction, okay. And and I, I refer to the numbers, man. Okay. When people talk about cryptocurrencies here in Venezuela, the only cryptocurrency making any difference and making any changes is Bitcoin, okay. And go to local Bitcoins, see the volume, see the people using it. That's the only answer you need. That's the only answer you need. Actually, there is local Ethereum. Go to local Ethereum and watch their watch their numbers. It's it's ridiculous the, the 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 little amount of people using those platforms. Okay, actually, Dash have something like local Bitcoin also, and no one uses it. No one uses it. Okay, this guy saying that they are making combos and helping millions of Venezuela, saving millions of people. Show us the number. Okay. Like Tom Cruise, like in a Tom Cruise movie, show me the money, show us the number, dude. Okay, that's that's the only thing we need. If you are saying that is changing Venezuelan, uh, is changing Venezuelans uh, people's lives, 
show us the numbers. That's the only thing you can do. No matter how, how hard you screen that Dash is faster, that Dash is more decentralized than Bitcoin, that Bitcoin is controlled by Blockstream, and all that uh, crap that uh, blockers and uh, altcoiners like to say, I refer to the data. That's the only thing available. That's the only argument I'm going to make. I refer to the data. Bitcoin is the most liquid asset crypto asset in the world is the most is, is the cryptocurrency that is is used by most people in the world and it's the only cryptocurrency that is making changes and that is saving lives in countries like venezuela and countries in africa and in, in, in central america okay maximo bitcoin is the only way that we venezuelans have to do commerce with yeah. the outer world is the only way there's no other way that really actually exists but bitcoin yeah right. that's also true that's also true all right bitcoin is truly borderless as I, someone in the chat said all right everybody i didn't say enough pound that like button i thank all the guests for being on today george had to leave early but i thank him i thank the two awesome venezuelans that made it on the show today everybody you know, spread the word about this show on social media. Tweet it out. Follow me on Twitter at TechBall, T-E-C-H-B-A-L-T. Pound that like button. Uh, bang that bell button if you need a reminder when the show goes live. And I will be back tomorrow. It will be late tomorrow night. I have a high school reunion to go to on Saturday. So who knows what wild stuff will happen there, how late I will arrive. But I will do a show at some point on Saturday, very, very late. Uh, but we do a new, new show here every day. We do This Week in Bitcoin every single Friday. So thanks a lot. Guests, I'm Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Subscribe to the channel. Pound that like button. Uh, Shabbat Shalom. Uh, see you guys late tomorrow. Bye-bye. Thank see you. See ya. Thanks. Bye, guys.